On the show, our Aussies hammered the palms on day one of the Ashes with our new skipper stealing the show. A footy first for the Crows and Power as the AFL fixture is revealed. COVID rattles us here in the press box. And a route of the week that you just will not believe. That's all coming up next on another massive edition of the Press Box. We're getting to the end of the year now, and gee, sport is heating up over the summer. Welcome along to the press box. So much to get into today. Sam Tugwell here, along with Dale Fletcher, Jace Kemp, and Jack Hudson. Boys, good to see you again. How are we? A lot better than Rory Burns is at the minute. I uh, would have thought. <laughs> what a that is uh, here. That is the worst batting I've ever seen. Yes, he should uh, be sacked forever. <laughs> be cool. Dale calling for heads already. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burns would bat better than that. Oh, hey, I love a good Simpsons Excellent reference. Excellent start for the Aussies oh, on day one. If we just throw another one in, and no, seriously, amazing start. And everyone would have seen yesterday the highlights of uh, just about every day's play uh, from yesterday. Unbelievable scenes at the game. We'll touch on all that later. Paddy Cummins with a Pfeiffer. All things going good. Australia just need to bat well uh, on the second day if it hasn't just uh, bucketed down and and rained out the second day's play. But, boys, um, we are going to start off with some very, very big news on the show. What are we learning, Dale? Well, if you're reading the advertiser this morning, Thursday morning, you will be reading that uh, the Adelaide Crows will play Port Adelaide... In a Friday night yes. showdown. Yes. Let's go. Amazing. About time. Next year. So oh. round three, uh, Friday, April the 1st. It's, it's not, a f- <laughs> not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's locked in. Round three. Crow's home game. They've been uh, asking it for decades. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, uh, next year, it's going to happen. That's outstanding. Let's get let's get a joke in. Paul are going to make fools of the Crows <laughs> on a Friday night. <laughs> it's going to be sensational. Oh, I'm buzzing. Christmas has come early. It's going to be interesting. But uh, the, 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 the Crows' uh, home game, uh, I don't think the, the Crows' country uh, members will be too happy with the Friday night uh, fixture. They might have to take, <laughs> might have to have a sickie on Friday to drive down. But uh, national exposure on the TV for the showdown uh, final. Well, yeah. Thursday night footy, Friday night footy, at the end of the day, that's they're the prime slots that everyone wants a piece of nowadays. And if you can get yourself into one of those slots, you generally have to perform well the season before and, and really be one of the big teams in the competition. Now, the Crows aren't that, let's be honest. They've had a couple of really horrid years and they're down the bottom in the bottom four. So they've got a lot of proving of themselves to do before they can earn back some big time slots. But they've been pushing for this for years. And the best part is, it never, and this is the old adage, it doesn't matter where the two teams are on the ladder and what they've done previously. Every showdown just seems to be an amazing event and they always put on a spectacle, these two. Hence, why it's so worthy and I'm so glad it's happened it's finally needed to happen it's, it's the last showdown I reckon that's got it over the line like the mm-hmm. Crows were five what five goals in front at half time yeah. they were what third second to bottom on the ladder and uh, Port, 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 Port yeah. flying and yeah. uh, and uh, Crows nearly knocked uh, Port off so I think uh, I think that uh, performance has uh, ticked this Friday night uh, box uh, across the line thank we you Alir Alir <laughs> <laughs> we need a full house that's the next step oh, if we're going to well. have a Friday night blockbuster <laughs> well it is one that we've been waiting for decades now we need 50,000 now that, 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 that sells the dream doesn't it yeah you'd like to think the vax rate was probably 120% by yeah. uh, April <laughs> well, 1 if we were four yeah. months to go surely that yeah. we're going to be around the mark when it comes to that situation Jeez, Friday night Full house at Adelaide Oval. Hopefully the weather's pretty good. It's good as tell it gets. You what, the only thing that's missing is a port home game. That's uh, but that's okay. It's it's. Geez, we've waited a long time. We've for got it. to start somewhere. Absolutely agree. 
Yeah, another first in the showdown that Port Adelaide's going to take home. Oh, oh it's going to be good. <laughs> I, just, I have to get him in, Tuggies. It's been a long time since the footy season, so I just have to start throwing barbs now. Okay, good luck to you. Um, certainly- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the catch, though? Because there is one when it comes to this, because I'm led to believe, and, and yes. as you reported in the advertiser, it's well, not going to be the only game. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm led to believe that uh, that Friday night there's going to be two uh, footy oh, games. Uh, what? Going head-to-head. Uh, head. So uh, it's... Uh, whoa, pot- whoa, whoa. There's potential that there's um, uh, two uh, throughout the season. There'll be um, a free-to-air game against uh, a pay TV game or split fixture. A split fixture. So um, uh, get games on at, at the same time. So um, all year. Uh, potential uh, throughout the throughout, lots through, of... throughout parts of the year. Wow. Just to um, to to get more and um, it's. Makes sense, really. It's 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 a win for the Crows and Port Adelaide because uh, they'll probably be, well, they will be on the uh, mm. on the on the um, on Fox Footy or uh, and Ko Sports. So yep. um, there's no um, like live against the gate type issue for, mm. for like thinking of going. You know, or what's going to be on Channel Seven, so I'll just stay home, or it won't be on Channel Seven. Yeah, um, so go. so yeah, got to go. So that that Jace that guarantees. Fifty-five thousand. Mm. Well, if Spiro lets them all through the game, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a huge revolution, a revelation because this is something brand new. The competition's never done is games head to head on a Friday night, or it, because we're so used to maybe Saturday nights that situation happening. But Friday nights has always been the the one sole national that's coverage right. game, which is free to wear and everyone sees it. Now, whether it's delayed or not doesn't matter. Eventually, we got to a point where everything's live on a Friday night, and the whole country's got around that. But now we're competing against its own product. That's that's a pretty big move by the AFL, and I'm amazed that that's the case. But, as you said, it's an opportunity now for the crows and ports of the game who maybe don't always earn that Friday night spot literally uh, when you've got other Friday night blockbusters that might be, you know, a, a Richmond and, you know, say you know, two top teams against the Giants or something big over in Melbourne which might sell some tickets. You, you've now got, you know, the opportunity to do a showdown as well mm. in the same time slot and fans win. On the counter-argument to that, I can imagine there's going to be a few upset Port fans who don't have a ticket because it's a, a Crows home showdown don't have Foxtel, mm. all of a sudden, how do they see the game? Albert and Oval. Mm, the old faithful. Go straight out <laughs> Big Albert screen, and... Albert and Oval. Uh, I've, I've, Richo, I've, I've, I've done it now. There's my idea. You can have it. Big screen, Adelaide Oval. Put it on. Fox footy, bang. Friday night. 20,000 there. Charge five bucks to get in. There's hundred grand right there. Bang. Yeah. Well, every every pub will want to have some sort of well, you know, right. same thing. It's mm. everyone in Adelaide's going to want a piece of this Friday night showdown football. That's that's the dream Tell for South se- Australians. Security guards will be charging a nice premium that night. <laughs> <laughs> Friday night pub showdown. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's paid entry now as well, just to get into the pub. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing. So that's that's a huge um, huge move by the. Do AFL. we know what game they're up against? Do we know yet what the fixture is? Obviously, it's a, it's a showdown. What's the other? No. game? No, we don't. Mm-hmm. So the fixture's set to drop on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the understanding. AFL at some point Thursday is going to drop that fixture. So if you're listening now, you may already know. Um, but if it's the morning that you're tuning in, you, uh, you're still as clueless as we are. But mm. the information that we're getting around that, that it's set to happen, that's fantastic. So I think we can be excited about it. There's a lot of other fixture little Ooh. bits and pieces dropping at the moment too. We've seen that the NT is going to get a handful of games and we believe some of our teams will be involved. Yeah, so uh, Port Adelaide will play uh, Melbourne in Alice Springs again. I think that's around 18 or 19, so mm-hmm. later on in, in July. A perfect time in Alice Springs is um, July, so that'll be a perfect day. It'll be 25, 26. Beautiful, yeah. Perfect. And uh, 
and Port Adelaide also will play in Cairns, so Charlie Dixon's family will be happy, um, against the Saints. I think that's in about round seven or eight. Yeah. So there you go. What is going on? We're just playing all around the country. What's going on? Yeah, we've it's got the frequent fly points up again. game. <laughs> oh, God. A couple of years ago, we went from Tassie to China. Yeah, you can't get much bigger than that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> really <laughs> sharing the love. Goodness yeah. me. That's a lot of travel. Mm. Oh, dear. Good, good to see that the NT as well. I think Darwin's getting two games with the Gold Coast Suns and uh, stuff up there too. So mm-hmm. it's good that I think Darwin's getting their games back because they lost them due to COVID during the year. The other big thing we spoke about last week on the show that's actually going to happen and we found it over the weekend which is outstanding the grand final rematch the Dogs and Dees will open the season on a Wednesday night Mm. that is just a massive tick but Richmond and Carlton are still Thursday still there (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I think the Friday St Kilda and Collingwood so so, so we're right again three big Victorian games well there's five big Victorian games over that first round so they want to get as many Victorian fans rewarded to see their team after what's been a big year and a half without much football in their state. Wednesday night footy, geez, mm. we're going to love that. You know, halfway through the working week, and <laughs> it's going to be on the TV what screen straight away. Yeah. We'll be here. Yeah, we will be here. It's Wednesday night. We'll be here. We'll be watching the first game while we're recording. <laughs> we might have to do a show on a Tuesday. Um, yeah, that's it's going to be very good. So AFL fixtures come out, and uh, we're set to see it on Thursday, which is very exciting. And also a very good uh, marketing ploy by the AFL to drop it right at the start of the Ashes too. Just quite. <laughs> yeah. Kick the Ashes off the back page. That's for sure. Yeah, and the buy I believe is sticking around as well mid season. Is that is that what we're meant to understand? Yeah, it's around the school holiday time, so there's all blockbuster games during the school holiday yeah. period so potential we, we, midweek games and stuff like we've that. actually got fixture Christmas we got the grand final <laughs> rematch yeah. yep. to start the season we got the Friday night showdown Where's the catches? No. How many how many Friday night games has Carlton got? <laughs> the catches. Uh, it's all hidden behind. There might be lockdowns again in the fixture change. Oh, God. Please, please, <laughs> don't say that. Don't put that out there. No, we don't need. What's well, happened the last two years? Yeah, I, no more. No more. <laughs> no more mention of the L word. Let's uh, let's cross now to what was, of course, a historic day to open up the Ashes. And if anyone was sitting down, because this is what you do when the first ball is set to be bowled of any summer of cricket, you clear the decks. Yeah. You just wipe the schedule. All the meetings are gone. Anything work related that you were going to do at that time has just been cleared. You sit down. You couch yourself ready for the first ball. And this week, this year, we were. Tr- Truly blessed with this. Amazing start. What did anyone see that coming? That was just that felt like Mitchell Johnson esque sort of stuff. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, Gilly just uh, has got to pay royalties to Bill Laurie. Yeah, it's all happening. Right. It's all happening. Right. <laughs> Gee whiz. Um, but uh, uh, to be honest, and you're a bowler, Tuggers. Yeah. It was the worst ball of the over. It was the worst. It, it ball was a disgraceful ball. The batting was just <laughs> shit house. Terrible. What was he doing? He yeah. went across his stumps. Oh, he 
was doing the Zumba dance. I think he was square dancing in his cha cha or something. But unbelievable. I tell you, I tell you where I was for the first ball. I was waiting for the strikers to land at Adelaide Airport. So I was in a cafe because I was having a a coffee, and I was surrounded by a bunch of people waiting to depart on their flights to wherever they were going around Australia. And I'm there with my (laughs) there with my iPhone, Foxtel on it, and I'm watching Stark steam in. And I was like, here we go, beautiful. I can watch the ashes and <laughs> bowls him. Oh, oh my god! And I was like, and everyone is staring at me, going, "What is this nutcase doing?" Yes. So I, I, uh, it was an interesting first ball for me. Well, I was actually at the gym running on the treadmill, oh, yeah. and I had the headphones in and they had the had the um, fox cricket on, on the yep. screen. And I'm running and they bowled him, and I've gone, "Yeah!" And I've screamed so loud, going through the headphones. I've turned around and I've seen the okay, well, and everyone's. I genuinely love those moments when you go off when there's no one else around, but then there's some people just looking at you going, Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, I, I still remember out of time NAB Cup game many years ago. <laughs> NAB Cup? I know. Jeez. Cam Hitchcock's taken a hanger in the goal square, and there's just me in this crowd in that horrific away Guernsey that we had in 08, just going nuts. I'm just like, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> that is some of the more niche football stuff you'll ever hear. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> well, no, 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 I've, I've got a quick one. Yes. Being an absolute toolbag, yep. I was in uh, in Bali for a wedding, and uh, it was the day Jasper Pittard got oh, traded oh, oh, from Port Adelaide. And Rooch actually texted me over in Bali and said he's gone. Jasper's gone, <laughs> and and I've, I'm in my uh, in my villa at Bali, and I've gone, you hairs, you beauty, and I've run out <laughs> and I've dive bombed into the pool, <laughs> and this. This Middle East, there's a Middle Eastern family and an Indian family, and I got, I jumped up, and I was like, yeah, I jumped up out of the pool, and I just got. It was like, are you an alien? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jasper's gone. And they were like, who? Who? <laughs> Poor Jasper Pitt, he's listening to the podcast. <laughs> that is some weird stuff. You know, mine doesn't sound so bad. I was just in the lift coming up from the car and my KO wasn't loading as Mitchell Stark's coming in and I'm coming Not up in the, the lift. lift. That's I know. rookie I know, era. I know. And I'm just, because I was like three minutes late to work just Ooh. for 10.30. So Ooh, I just need, I, I was just running that slightly bit too late to get upstairs and watch it on the telly. So I'm watching on my phone in the, on K up the up the lift and it finally loaded and then he comes bang I'm, the doors open to the lift and he's taken a wicket and I've gone freaking bunter and I'm walking around the office going anyone see that anyone see that and they're like yeah about two minutes ago on live TV mate you've got the delay thing on your phone so uh, yeah that was that was my experience oh dear but what a great day like if we think mm. about the day as a whole Pat Cummins as new captain mm-hmm. like the pressure was completely off him as soon as that first wicket fell it was like okay. Relieve the tension. Alex Carey behind the stumps, relieve the tension. Like, mm. we're away. We've started. And it just rolled on from there. The, the best captaincy I, I saw from Cummins early was when um, there were two for him when Joe Root came in. And, First thing. And, and, yeah. and, and, and Cummins has always had the wood on mm. Joe Root. And he's like, bang, straight in. First like, thing, yeah. Fourth over. I'm yeah. in. So Stark straight at in that first wicket. Yeah. It was an amazing got wicket. And he got dragged up to two overs. <laughs> yeah, amazing. But no, that that, Great that, that that was the, yeah that was sensational captaincy and and, and got his man so uh, no it's a perfect day uh, pat on the back for, yeah. for Cummins <laughs> now uh, now we've got today batting that's that's the Ooh. that's the big one we wanted to see runs from Travis Head we want to see runs from Alex Carey eventually no, but, no, we don't. but at the top of the order at the top of the order firstly we, we don't we want to see we, we don't want to see Travis Head bat yeah, at no, all we want to see Warner and Smith make some runs at all they're, they're the big ones mm. Travis Head d- doesn't have to bat at all no. <laughs> get all the top four to just make all 
couple of runs. Way, yeah. way for Adelaide, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, that's two two for five hundred. That's fine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can just sit there for two days with the pads on. Well, Jason, Jason and I were talking about this before the show, and it's a very interesting point you make because they always say that thing about never judge a pitch until yeah, both, both teams stars. are batted on it. Yeah. yeah, and so obviously one forty seven is not a great school from England. They managed to come back from what was a pretty dismal start. So for Australia. It's only getting wetter. There's only more mm. rain on the way. The pitch and the conditions are not getting better. It's going to get darker. The lights are going to be on, and you're facing a red kookaburra. It's not pink. It's red. It's going to look dark out there. So this isn't going to be easy for the batters. So I'm almost thinking, why don't we just wash out the next two days, and we get out there on Saturday and try and make some runs, and what, do we get 250, 300? Try and roll England again on Sunday. Bob's your uncle. It's easy. <laughs> it sounds easy, doesn't it? Get some better batting conditions. You're, you're, That's what we you're want. right, because it's going to be dark, red kookaburra. Oh, you don't you, want to do that tomorrow. You know, you're going to be facing... Um yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, why are England resting their two best bowlers, who are presumably fit... And resting them for Adelaide because it's a pink ball. You got the perfect conditions. Surprising. They got the they got the two best bowlers in England history. Well, isn't they're they're the over over one thousand test wickets between them, and they're both carrying the drinks. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's bizarre, isn't it? And C- quite and a shock that they dropped them both. Well, just not playing them both in this game. And 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 what what's going on with Anderson? Like this was the weird one to start with. I told that, you he's older than me. It was a calf he's older injury. than me. They said it was a calf injury. You know when it came out, and then it was instantly no no no. We're actually resting him. Well, why would you would know that a week out? Why mm. wouldn't you just share that? But instead, it waited until someone leaked a, a calf injury sort of news, and then they had to cover it up by saying no no we're we're resting him. I'm. I'm so confused by that one. And then Brody, well, like, if you're doing the same thing with him, what's the go? Like, it's so strange how they've done this. Well, well, he's resting his calf injury. Yeah. (laughs) That's what he's doing. Well, he he bowled for an hour. And you don't bowl for an hour the two days before if you've actually got a calf injury. So I I, I question whether he does or doesn't I actually think they... The England think there's going to be a washout and they're not going to play much. Yeah, so just don't bother. Yeah, right. maybe that's the go. Ah. Correct. And don't waste your don't waste your time, guys. Or just in case it, it doesn't rain and they got to play. That's or, what or, I think. Or, or both. The, You're wasting your time on a game. What's the weather, the weather looking like finish. today and tomorrow? It, it, Twenty mils of rain for Thursday, Friday <laughs> total. It's oh a it's God. a lot of rain, so it's not going to be. So great. it's going to be a washout the next two days. Correct. And and to be honest, the light's going to be a factor too at some point because even if you get to the end of the day and there's a session to go and the rain stops. Doesn't matter. It's still going to be dark as, and you're probably not going to get out there. Or you're going to waste an hour waiting for it to yeah. get better. You can you can turn the lights on, but once you get the four shadows, correct, um, it's a worry. Off, yeah, straight right. off, or spinners, which would be happy days. Yeah, for the Aussie batsmen. So Thursday, Friday might be a write off, really, for cricket, which is going to be a shame. But at the end of the day, for Aussie batsmen, it's probably a good thing uh, but we'll see anyway it's probably going to be a drawn test anyway regardless it's probably not going to go much further than this Jeez, hope I hope not let's hope it does my five nils in a bit of strife but let's hope it does because we want to win if you're rolling for 147 you want to want to get a win out of that don't you mm. it's not going to get much easier for the boys over here because in the twilight test we've seen yeah. that the ball can swing pretty hard Yeah. so you know with Travis trying to make some runs to get his name back you know um, solidify his spot in mm. the Australian squad going to be tough work for him as well. It is. And especially if Broad comes back for that test. Oh, yeah, he will. Oh, you know they both come back. Yeah. Broad and Anderson. Mm. 
They'll be one nil down. Mm. We'll win. Really enjoy Jack Hudson's insights on that game as well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say cricket. <laughs> Close follower. He loves it. Did you watch it today? You watch the watch ball. I listened to a little bit on Triple M as I was driving. Yeah. So. Uh, radio products in terms of cricket. I'm interested. Triple M have jumped back on again mm-hmm. uh, this year, and they've brought a whole cast of you know former players and, and callers and very good. A, I think. I very think it's good. a it's a boys at the bar sort of product. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Mm. Oh, I enjoyed Andy Lee before lunch. He was. He was really good. It was just a bit of fun. Him and um, he's a cricket nuffy too. Yeah, so mm. that's just glorified fan, really. Just asking mm. like a bit of fun questions. You got to because with cricket commentary, you got to keep it a bit interactive. I still remember one that mm. I remember uh, years ago. They had a poll about pepperoni pizza. It's like, <laughs> it's like shit takes in the middle of the cricket. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Shane Warne's area is that for me? It's it's, pizzas. it's it's vision and Triple M commentary over the top. Mm, okay. I watch yeah, it. yeah, yeah, I see. It, it, it is a bit out. You can't get it perfect. Perfectly, yeah. But if you somehow get the KO and just get that... Get it to work. Seven second delay, perfect. Yeah, that's the that's the difference between... Because cricket radio um, commentary tends to be quite bland and it's very ABC style. And, and some people like that traditional style, you know. Um, bowler runs in and yeah, little little <laughs> click and then uh, bowler, bowler hits to... And batsman hits to, you know, mid on and no run. and all, But, you know, if you've just got a bit of boys at the bar sort of feel about it, it's different and people like that. So all those options are out there now. And it's, it's a good little... It's a good variation. Plus, JB's bloody good. He's so good. Oh, he's a good caller. J- JB's call of the first wicket was ve- was ve- very good. Oh, yeah, he was very good. As much as he snaked the podcast, but <laughs> very good. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Come on, JB. Um, there, something happened last week as well, which we didn't end up touching on on the show, but COVID rocked the press box, actually, last week. <laughs> oh, <I didn't. laughs> COVID rocked our show. It infect- infected us. No, no, it didn't. No, 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 it didn't. Didn't. no, no. It didn't. negative. We, uh, we had some sort of experience recording last week's show. So you may have noticed um, a, a little bit of a difference in the show, maybe some audio differences or maybe some edits. and, and also the, the show was a complete uh, jigsaw puzzle when it came to editing because we had to record it in about three different places over about three or four different times mm. in the same night because there were so many different worries. We... Um, well, now we're, we're open and transparent on the show. We yep. record, as we've said a few times, we record in the, the Nova building, 5AA building um, in the city. And we, last week at 5AA in the main breakfast studio, had a COVID uh, exposure with Jay Wetherill, the former Premier, who came in and um, and eventually tested positive for COVID. <laughs> while, while we're recording. And while we're, <laughs> while we're recording, no. the news dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so you can alarms imagine, went off, sirens. You can only imagine the madness that happened in here. Gee whiz! So let's just walk us through like how that all sort of played out. Do you remember how we were going upstairs? We were about seven minutes into the show, weren't firing we? all cylinders. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I honestly we're thought it was one of the, the best shows of the year. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then the, Jace got a sore throat. And then one of the producers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They said, "You better go get a COVID test, mate." Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but then when one of the producers walked in, and yeah. I just remember seeing your face because you're normally looking at us, yeah. and all of a sudden you're looking at the door, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And then he had like a he he was white. He was, white. He was yeah. Tuggers, yeah. Tuggers turned into Casper the Ghost. He did. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. and it was like panic stations. He's like, yeah. they were tested positive. Yeah. And you're like, what? And we're instantly like, well, we're in the room right next door to the other room where 
that person was. Mm. So and for us, poor, it was- poor old Matty Pantelis was in the other studio. Yeah, yeah. He, he found out the same time we were doing. <laughs> yeah, that's he, right. he was live on air yes. the, the whole time, and I think he was actually talking about it as well. What yeah. it was sort of unfolding as that's well, right. so, so, saying that you know Jay Weatherall just tested positive. Mm. Obviously, he'd been in the studio with Will and Dave. Yeah, literally two meters from where he was sitting. Yeah, and then they're like, "Well, we've got to clean this whole thing, and yeah. we're gonna have to switch studios now." And the press box boys, well, they're out. <laughs> So we got booted out of the spare studio so that Double A could actually go to where out of our studio, and we'll claim it as ours because that's uh, that's how we roll now after 120 episodes. Um, and so, and so, we're and almost so, paying the bills. So we yeah, we we ended up having to walk out and sort of sitting around going, well, we've recorded. Cause by this stage, we've recorded Georgia Campagnola who'd come in nice and early and recorded with us, so it was great. So we've recorded her, and then we've gone and started the show upstairs, and we've got like 40 minutes of content. We've done half a show, and we've gone. We've got to finish the show. Yeah. Where can we record this thing? <laughs> the show <laughs> where, must go on. <laughs> where are we going to get the rest of this show done? We're like, do we have to go home? Do we have to, like, quarantine? Do we have to get COVID tests now? Like, what are we going to do? And then we're thinking, like, hang on. Do we get a whole week off work now? <laughs> <laughs> so it was all this stuff going through. Oh, George, you, 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 Jace, you considered yeah. licking the desk, didn't you? Oh, you did. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't want to be in Tom's court for a week, that's for sure. Poor Georgia walked into a firestorm, by the way. She just wanted to come on and uh, promote her run, and all of a sudden, <laughs> of a sudden uh, you know, she's in the middle of a COVID outbreak. That's right. Not quite a COVID outbreak, but, you so, know. So then, and then what f- sort of came from that as well was Dale was starting to get a little bit worried with us because he'd been working in an office with other guys that had oh, yes. also interviewed Jay Weatherall. Yeah, so um, my uh, the new editor, the advertiser, and uh, a few political reporters had uh, lunch with Jay Weatherall, and I didn't know this until uh, after we got home and yep. got the email and said, if if you were with you know X Y Z, you can work from home because you're a you know contact of a I don't know how close to contact, contact casual close, contact yeah, yeah. whatever you've yep. So um, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I was in the on, in the kitchen with all those guys, so um, about uh, less than one point five meters away, yep. so um. <laughs> All right, uh, home free. So uh, w- w- worked uh, <laughs> a week. Work- home free. <laughs> <laughs> so work the uh, work, work, work the uh, uh, rest of the week uh, from home. But uh, luckily, uh, all of them uh, were, were negative, and uh, we move on. So yeah. I, 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 I was exposed from both angles. Yeah, at work, and oh, I couldn't escape it. Yeah, we had three people get tested. So yep. Channel Ten, obviously, they did an interview with Weatherall as well. Uh, we had, I think, we had two journalists and a cameraman get tested. They all came back negative, but it's it's had a, a ripple effect with us because everyone had to all of a sudden go and isolate from each other just to make sure that you know one doesn't connect yeah. to the dots. And all of a yeah. sudden, we've got our whole network shuts down in Adelaide because someone tests uh, positive, which is which is quite an interesting situation mm. that we have to deal with going forward now because yeah. you know this is this isn't going away because mm. the borders are still open. So yeah. it's just uh, it's the way of the world. And it's the way we have to deal with things now. I'm, I'm sure some workplaces, in fact, across Adelaide and other states, well, mainly in SA because these are the rules we're dealing with, like they would have already been affected and they've already had to wipe their entire business floors and, and, and everyone has to work from home and find new uh, ways to get around so we're really lucky double A because essentially it happened during our breakfast show because he came in and it was talked to uh, interviewed by David and Will and so the two producers and David and Will all had to get COVID tests and they weren't allowed back in the building because that's our business protocol we were really lucky though that we were able to get four negative tests and we were able to let our uh, producers back into the studios at least, but they had just had to wear masks and avoid everyone. And that was kind of the deal. Like, just do not 
interact with them yeah. so they can sort of have a, a what do they call it a, a sterile corridor so that no one was near them um, which has worked out really well and they've done that for the last seven days and everyone's managed to get negative tests back so everything's positive but what sort of no no, no, no everything's negative, negative. Yeah, no, negative. Everything, that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very I'm glad you said that and, uh, but Dave and Will have had to stay at home the entire seven days because uh, and do their breakfast show from home so they did their uh, Thursday and Friday programs and Monday program all from home oh, it's tough and isn't it man oh, if anyone listened to it, you would have noticed the difference. There is a huge gap in between... Because essentially, you think about it. There's a bloke at home. Yeah. His signal, which is connected to a Wi-Fi, really, connects up to a satellite. It comes back to our studio. It then gets beamed out to David's satellite and then into his home. And then he hears Will speak and yeah. then he responds and then does the same process again. And so there's always like this second and a half gap between them talking to each other in a regular conversation. And so the audio, just the, the general conversation is so unnatural and it's really hard work for them. So to do a radio show for three days worth, and I think they're doing one on Friday. I don't know if they're in or not yet, but I think it'll be from home again. Mm. It's it's really hard work and they did a really good job. The producers are here so they don't get direct conversation from their producers, you know, instantaneously. It's very much just text based, um, you know, messages online or, or sent to their phone. Um, and... and and at the same time too you got interviews yeah. so you got to mm. point to each other like we we get very lucky to sit in the same studio together when we do chats with our interviews on the show we get to go hey look Dale I'll just point to you when you want to do your next question and Dale points at Jace and yeah. then he points Human at Jack human cues like we yeah. all read each other's body language that's right and you yeah. look at each other and you know whereas down the line of a camera or, or just over the over the mic you just well, don't we, know we, we experienced that Zoom yeah we did do a Zoom well we, it's very I difficult. think we did it for like 30 or 40 episodes didn't yeah. we it's mm. tough yeah tea tree gully internet shit out <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It hasn't gotten any better either. Yeah. So it so is. it is really tough, and and so they've done an amazing job. But what what's ha- what's uh, saved us? Luckily, you know, a lot of people have come up to me like, "Oh, you work at Double A. You must be COVID positive." Oh, really? No, well, no, I'm not. Like, oh. I, I don't. I, and and thankfully, I was never a close contact or a casual contact, and no one in the building was with the Brecky team that day, and nor they were with Jay. So luckily, we've sort of escaped. But if one person came back positive, I reckon the whole place would be up in flames, which would be a real shame. Thank wow. God the inner sanctum had nothing to do with Jay Weatherall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank God we're all online. <laughs> Over the phone. Yes. We are Gucci. Amazing times we're in, though. <laughs> Oh, dearie me, that was uh, yeah, that was a bit of an adventure last week, and I'm a bit concerned about Dale being exposed from all angles. <laughs> I was, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yep. Not an image I wanted in my head. Clip, no. clip that up. <laughs> all right, uh, it's time to get stuck into this. Yes, our run this week. We are how many days are we? We're now three weeks, less than twenty days. Fifteen days. Wow, Whoa. dear God, this is getting exciting. Are we, are we getting in the running? Jace is already running. <laughs> I was trying to. Yeah, so uh, Dale's Marathon, uh, the fast run on Christmas Eve, it is mm. nearing so quickly. It is. It is. It's uh, scarily quick, quickly, uh, to be brutally honest, but uh, uh, got, a bit of, got a bit of hot off the press news too. For, oh, for hello. The, hello. Uh, the calf, uh, green light. Yes. Oh, great. Good. So I uh, did, uh, did the interval training today at the gym when I saw Mitchell Stark uh, um, bowl Mr. Burns first ball. So, um, nah, but back on the treadmill. Got, got, got the, new, uh, the new wheels as well. And, and, nice. and uh, Jace loves them so much. Yeah, blue lightning. I've brought him. I've brought him in. Oh, because oh, he takes his headphones off. He's so proud. He's, he's brought his own to his bag said, to get him out. Look at this. <laughs> this is outrageous. Oh my word. 
Oh, the blue lining. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, oh, a real slick sort of setup, it is. too, now, isn't it? In my car, I still have that <laughs> bottle of wine from the wine shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, then they go straight back in the bag. Well, I'm glad everyone got to see that, Dale. Yeah, there yep. you go. And so, uh, yeah, it's a real. Um, and now I've stunk the studio out. So that's good. <laughs> Video medium for everyone to see. <laughs> I saw uh, Georgia, she ran hers, and yeah. she had, I reckon she would have had 10 or 15 people exactly. just uh, joined her along the way. Cast of thousands, Georgia. Uh, and well done to Georgia. 26 uh, point, amazing. 26.8 yeah. kilometres in yeah. that right. 1.8 more. Yeah. She's one of the kids. finished. She, she's ticked it off. So that's a lot of pressure on me now. A lot <laughs> yeah. of pressure. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she said 42Ks feels like 84Ks. Well, yeah. she did it at a reasonable time of day so people would join. You did it, want to do it at 5 a.m. So no on, one's, on, Christmas on Christmas Eve, no one's doing that. <laughs> that's because it's going to be 1,000 degrees. It's going to be 35 degrees in the middle no, but how do you know? La, it's La Nina, 20 today. La Nina. Yeah, no, we're going to get bloody it, it, rainy it, day. Piss down and be 19. 15, yeah. That's it's right. freezing today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll, it'll, it'll be 5 a.m. We'll tick it off. We'll tick it off early. Because usually, if I if I start back, running, back by eight. if it, it, well, seven o'clock, we'll break the world record. Why not? Um, Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, first of all, it's it's going to be cooler, and I'll be half asleep. So hopefully, I'll do half of it, and, I'll, and then I'll wake up, and like, then I'll forget I've done the just first don't half. Don't run into the lake. <laughs> half asleep. That's what concerns me. You just like a walking zombie. Just is this song on a loop in the background? How long is it going for? Yeah, no, it's just twenty seconds left. So, um, <laughs> so I'm feeling more and more inspired as this right. goes on. So uh, please donate, people, because uh, over the last seven days mm. we've had zero. Oh. Oh. Flat. Zero. Do better, Dale. Yes. Whoa. So. Get out there and pump this up. We have 15 more days. Everybody that listens to this show. You know what you should do? Ring up Rolly's sports show. No, no, then, no don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. There's, there's, a bit of, there's a bit of media release work action happening in the Is background. Oh, really? It'll, it'll be in your inboxes next week. Next week? Gee whiz. Oh. Yeah. I might, yeah. oh, no, that's not a silly idea. I might actually try and get you on the sports show or something uh, next week. That'd be good. Um, promoting I, it as I, much I, as we possibly can. All I'm hoping for is Christmas Eve when I turn on the Channel 10 News mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve yep. at 5 o'clock <laughs> that uh, when Play of the Day rolls around... It's me. Oh. Oh, Not here we go. Come oh, on. wow. Come on, Kempi. Get oh, you on. Strings. Yeah, all right, we'll see him on. You know what you have to do is when Rowie talks and wants to talk about the cricket or footy or whatever, you ring up, right, and you go, hey, Rowie, yeah, he rings Sam, say, yeah, get me on because I'm going to talk about the cricket and the footy. And then as soon as you get on, you go, yeah, Rowie, that's all good. Yeah, that's great about the cricket and footy. But have you heard about my fast run? Bugger your bloody cycling, your bloody rush, your rush, rush or wherever you go, and there's the run. Yeah. Come on, Rowie. So we've earned uh, about four thousand dollars in the last two days. We raised <laughs> for Make a Wish. So, um, jeez, yeah, that craps all over your six hundred and eleven dollars. You got to go on to a good cause. That is, we really just want you to work harder. In and the you're the producer days. of both shows. So, uh, oh, you're the producer of this fundraiser, <laughs> mate. <laughs> No, no, honestly, in all honesty, we're not trying Kimmy, to... Kimmy, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> These two are going to brawl. We really, we do want to get everyone involved when as much as When I say keep a punch, can. I don't mean literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Dale's uh, fast run, 15 days away. If we can get as many press box listeners as possible to be as generous as they can. It's the time to give this mm. time of year in mm. December around Christmas. Anything you got, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you're happy to share... We would love it to go towards the Childhood Cancer Association for yep. such a great time of year. We want to make sure every child in this state gets 100%. looked after. And uh, Georgia said last week that she'd run one lap with me. Well, now she's running two. Wow. Oh, very so good, Georgia. I've, I've only got uh, 
four four laps by myself. So I got th- three laps with mates and only four by myself. So right. I'm counting them down. How long is a lap? Six, six and a half. Does she K. know that? Yeah, she knows. She just ran twenty six point eight kilometers. That'd be nothing. She's an athlete. Hold on, did I sign up for a lap? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna join you for a sprint. <laughs> Just the home stretch. Yeah. Actually, uh, the first part of the lap you'll like, Hutto, because from, from where I start, mm. it's about 900 metres to McDonald's. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's too rude for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's rude. That's I have really rude. That. That's not even a drive-by. That's a snipe. <laughs> that's horrible. You're right there, Byron Pig. I'm really feeling quite red piglins right now. Red Bit or um, Nathan Bassett. Oh, oh. Any of them. Or, or, or Brendan Crummel. <laughs> Anyone who just got smashed. Holy shit. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Get rid of the week on. What's, uh, what's... Guess, guess who has to drive Dale home? <laughs> Not now. That, that'll be a frosty ride, won't yeah. it? Not now. Guess who's getting dropped off at Mac as yeah, left right. there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need a feed too. Quietly, just quietly. I'll just be yelling out, yeah, get on your right, Dale. Go on. Straight to the entertainment centre, you prick. Get on the jock. No Wanker. one likes each other on this show anymore. <laughs> We're no longer friends. <laughs> Tucker said last week that he was going to see me start the run and then go straight to Macca's. Yeah, I said so that. So there's the first 900 metres, it's bang. Well, yeah. fuck you. I'm not joining you for a run then. I'm going with him. Yeah. Well, Bacon and McMuffin. Yeah, well, you, you're going to run yeah. the 900 metres. I'll, I'll run 900 metres to see you straight yeah. to Macca's. Yeah, right. Perfect. Do that. Yeah, and you can get mixed stuffed. <laughs> All right. Mixed stuffed. <laughs> mixed stuffed. Well, what, what's in that? Let's do Rude of the Week. What have we got this <laughs> oh boys, what's in that? Oh, come on, guys, play this thing again. Play this thing again. Who's even running this thing? <laughs> all right, boys. All right, all right, all right. Let's oh, let's uh, let's pull up and fly. Right. Let's uh, try and get our. Put the handbrake up. That's exactly right. Yeah. One, two, three eyes on me. Oh. Well, we'll be on you because... I've you... heard that so much because Mrs. Hutto's a teacher. So. She... <laughs> it's a go-to for teachers. I love that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Clap, ass. clap, clap. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, We've pull it together. All right, boys. Come on, Jace. This, the root of the week, is actually close to home. It's, it's, it involves uh, one other person in this room. There's four of us. It's, <laughs> it's not Dale and it's not Jack either. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. There so, we go. So what it's another person done? in this room. What have I done? Because on the weekend, (laughs) and I talk, uh, and we're in the midst of an Ashes battle, one of the the, Mm. the two, potentially the greatest rivalry in cricket history. But the the second, but the second, this could be the second. Is it? Marion. Marion? Versus (laughs) (laughs) Renee. You couldn't even finish it seriously. <laughs> was it the Southern Southern Derby? Oh. Southern Marion versus Renella. Yeah. <laughs> Say it without laughing. Yeah. The, the, old, the old expressway clash. That's right. The old, oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Cement Hill Cup or something. Is that what it's called? The Aussie squad has Pat Cummins as their captain. Yeah. Today, yesterday, he took Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I tell you what. There's another man in this room that's also taken Pfeiffer recently. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and I'm led to believe when he took Pfeiffer against Marion for Renella, not only is his name going to be on a plaque in that club room <laughs> when he goes back, but I'm led to believe that. And no, 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 I think you know. Well, I, I do know. Yeah. That once he took Pfeiffer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this this so ought to be good. This ought to be good. <laughs> What's oh, he saying? There was a couple of people sitting on the boundary. A man and his dog, and probably there was there's two men, oh, VIPs, oh, and their dog. Smell. There, and he picked <laughs> up the rock. 
<laughs> and he saluted. So saluted. Oh, <laughs> with the rock. You, you wanker. Did you tell me, Not. tell me that you didn't pick up the rock once you took your fifth wicket and salute the two blokes sitting on the hill. Jace. Yeah. This man and their dog no, the two, were blind, the two mate. Men. They're blind. <laughs> they didn't see anything. That's outrageous. Mate, this didn't happen. Are you saying that the man happen. and the dog was actually a blind man They're with a dog? They're actually blind with a guide dog. They didn't see this. Oh, this on. didn't Jeez. happen. It did happen. <laughs> they didn't see it. This did not happen. Samuel. <laughs> yeah, it's blind. No, it didn't happen. But there's twenty. Then there's twenty-one other blokes that says it did. <laughs> <laughs> you blokes don't know. Anyone. I heard there was additional commentary holding up. I'm Sam Tugwell, and I can do that sort of. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> you go absolute spuds. Talk us through. Talk us through the fifth. Talk us through your game, and you now your legendary status at yeah. the club, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Far out. Michelle Tuggers. Michelle, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. I was very lucky on the weekend. We had a bowler's deck. It was quite green. It didn't have a lot of bounce in it. So the batsman sort of had a bit of it. And it was because our batsman didn't go too well on it either, to be honest. Um, so we're, I think we're like four for 30 overnight. We're not going too well. Because <laughs> we rolled him for about 130. And we thought, that's a pretty good score to keep him at. Uh, and then, yeah, we, we sort of ended up four for 30 overnight. So we're in a bit of a, a bother ourselves. But the pitch isn't great, so that helped me. So I wasn't that talented on the weekend. I just got lucky a little bit. Some good ones. Modest, so. Modesty is disgusting, no, Sorry about that, boys. <laughs> try, try again. But having said that, though, the team that we played, Marion, they... They, they haven't had a great little stretch of, uh, of, of mm. time out in the middle of the last few weeks. They were uh, 7 for 17 oh, the nice. week before, and they finished with 50-odd. So, we yeah, we didn't do quite as good a job of that. But right. we had them about 5 for 40 at one point, or about 6 for 70. Mm. So we're going well, and then the tail wagged a little bit, so they made 130. But anyway, that's, uh, that's your root of the week. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He's shaking his four, head. Four for 30 in reply. You know what's yeah, going to happen. <laughs> you know he's going to hit the winning run. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. No, yes. I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Sam Tugwell, French cart to win the game. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll be happening. I won't, I won't connect with it. <laughs> well, no, it's a French cart. There's not really that. It's only just a connection. <laughs> I get a little bit more luck. Maybe I used it all in week one. Uh, time for parcel fun. Can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline? Absolutely get- farcical. It's farcical. 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 It's a farce. It ends farcically. The rules are a farce. Farce, farce, farce. What a farce. Absolute farce, that was. That sounds farcical. That was farcical. It's farcical. It was a total farce. It was a bit of a farce. It's a disgrace. Well, I think the the first farce is uh, Jace Kemp trying to spit that the last segment, last segment out. Uh, the second greatest rivalry in cricket history. <laughs> oh, I'm taking that back to the club too. That's great. Forget Bradman. Yep. Forget AB. Yep. Steve Waugh, the rest of them. <laughs> the mighty Marion. Fair dinkum. Right. Uh, first one, uh, Novak Djokovic uh, looks uh, like he's going to play Fast. the Australian <laughs> Open because he's going to potentially get a medical exemption oh, to uh, enter the country. So how about uh, the Joker getting a medical exemption pass or fast? So is that, is that actually fact? That he's got a medical exemption. Well, he's applying for one. He's applying for yeah. one. Yes. Right. So he's he's been he's been. Um, and it's up to Australian Open Open so, officials to see. So I saw I saw a statement today that they're not looking to find any loopholes whatsoever. Yeah. The Australian Open organisers to allow him in because it it's not for them to make that call. It's for the health and the government to make those calls. So I I, I think 
if that I just don't think that's true. He's either fully vaccinated yep. and just doesn't want to tell anyone, which is a pass, and that's, he's allowed to, if he wants to keep it private, but he is fully vaccinated, then he's more than welcome to come and play in the Australian Open. I don't th- I don't think the Australian Open and they wouldn't make such a strong statement like they did. I wish I had it on me right now. I'd, I'd read it out, but it was a really strong statement basically denying any possible avenues taken by them to find a loophole and let him in if he wasn't fully vaccinated. The rules were you have to be fully vaccinated. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think he's doing this. I reckon this could be a bit of a farce of a story, to be honest. Well, it could be. I, I think, you know, I don't know how he's able to get an exemption anyway when he's already had COVID, but maybe that's part of it. Yeah. So I think if I think if the rules are rules, I think you have, if they want everyone to be vaccinated against COVID, then he should be as well. And if he's not, then he doesn't meet the criteria to yeah. play. So fast, fast. Bugger yes. the joke. Simple. Yeah. Uh, fast. If 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 this happens, uh, big fast. Especially on on the government and the officials mm. that tick it off. Mm. Like, geez, if it was you know world number seven hundred eighty three, I don't think I don't think the exemption will get ticked <laughs> off. <laughs> Twenty time Grand Slam yeah. winner tick. But fast. Come on. Mm. Crowds will come for him, but at the same time, I think there's a little bit of a a turn. Like people aren't. They're turning on him very quickly. Crowds will come anyway. Djokovic mm. is a farce because Nick Kyrgios is a pass. There we go. Oh dear. Right. Uh, next one. Uh, during the week, uh, Hugh Greenwood, uh, the new North Melbourne kangaroo, mm-hmm. wheeled out in his new colours and uh, the kangaroos have given him Wayne Carey's number 18. Oh dear. No way. Nice. To wear. So Hugh Greenwood, the new king. Pass or farce? I'd like to. Has anyone worn eighteen since? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean Atley. Yeah, Sean yeah okay. Atley so if you have, yeah, right. That mm. mm. <laughs> pass. Go for you. And Brad Moran, <laughs> <laughs> most famously for wearing both eighteen and two at the cruise. <laughs> he did the double. He did. Um, oh, it's a, it's, it's neither here nor there, is it? Like, you know, they didn't retire the number, so if they didn't retire the number, he sort of left on pretty bad terms, let's face it. Uh, not the greatest of circumstances. So, you know, if they didn't retire the number, he can make it his own, you know, and that's the way I feel. It'll be tough, but, you know, he gets that opportunity. Yeah, this is a pass. Why not? Mm. Why not? A uh, big pass. Yes. And, uh, and uh, actually, the number 18 was offered to Jason Horn Francis first. Oh, really? Oh, he right. knocked it back. I would have liked I, that. What, I, what I number do you go with? Number six. Okay. Be number what six. would you have done? If they, you, they said you can wear number 18, it's your number if you want it, what would you do? Uh, if I was the number one pick in the draft, yeah. I would say I'm wearing any bloody number that I want. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care same. who's wearing it. I'd feel, I'm the wearing sa- it. I'd feel the same. I'd yeah. be like, you know, I want to make my own history here. Yeah. That, num- that you know, number has history attached to it. So I want to forge my own path. Smart yeah. smart play, I think. Yeah. And probably had, he might have had some management around that too, because for sure. A lot of these things, it probably doesn't, it, it doesn't come up on the surface as if it might have. But I reckon there'd be a lot of advice coming through to him on these sorts of things and how he presents himself now from this point forward forward as the number one draft pick heading to a new club um, and how he wants to forge his legacy he'll Mm. get a lot like his manager will be doing a lot of work with him I think and the best part is and for people that um, probably didn't listen to a few episodes ago we talked about when he came into the studios and did some interviews with Andrew Capel and and Rowie at AA and he's there's a there's a doco coming out that's going to be on Stan uh, about the managers and Ben Williams who is the manager of Jason Horn Francis is in it and so you'll probably see a lot of that uh, the advice and and the management that goes into working with now the number one pick. That'll probably be very fascinating to see how that how that comes out. 
And uh, the, the little side fact that uh, the number six at North Melbourne has been in every premiership team that North Melbourne's ever had. There's yeah. been a number six. Huh. Yeah. So, no pressure, Jace. Uh, it's not like a number 44. It's pretty common it, to number six. Well, well it's just a little side, just, side note. Thanks for the Thanks for the trivia, Dale. Right. <laughs> Jesus, no one likes each other. No, it's real frosty. <laughs> so horrible. Dale did turn up late tonight. We said we we're going to start at 7.30, turn up at 8. And then Dale turned on everyone else. So, But he did bring us good mail, so it evens out. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. No, it just produced the whole show. But anyway. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, of uh, getting a bit frosty, uh, Mark McGowan pass or fast? What just in general? Yeah, just, oh, he's <laughs> fast. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, Mark McGowan costing uh, Perth the Ashes, locking the border, abs- absolutely putting the NBL and the WNBL into shambles. Yeah, yeah. AFLW. He's just the the Western Australian teams uh, at such a disadvantage because yeah. of Mark McGowan and his border. Mm. And we've also got a couple of poor players that are over there at the moment because they're too afraid to come back to USA and, and not be able to get back to see their families. So mm, yeah. it's uh, geez, he's, he's made a mess of it, hasn't he? You know, on one hand, he's saying he wants to keep um, you know Western Australian safe, and that's fair enough, but. Secondhand, we've got to live with this situation too. So um, it's a farce. It's just a, just diabolical, really. Mm. Farce. That's all I'll say. I, s- I saw a great tweet from Narrowly Meadows actually, where she said, um, because uh, he McGowan said in some sort of quote, a lot of them haven't been here. They wouldn't have a clue about Western Australia. And he's talking about like Eastern Staters and stuff like that having their opinions on him. And Narrowly Meadows' tweet was, well, what about those of us who were born and raised there and have family there and still call WA home? Do we have a clue? The hurt amongst every West Aussie I know in, on the East Coast is palpable. Whether WA has got it right, wrong or otherwise, drop the ego and raise the compassion. I reckon it's the most spot-on quote about that right now. He's just... It's all about him. Just, mate, relax. Mm. It, it, everyone else out there wants to come back home and, and wants to be able to enjoy Western yeah. Australia and stuff, but they, they just can't. And... And because they live, because they're not there, doesn't mean they're they're not you know needing of compassion well, right I, now. I work with two people who are from WA, and mm. they you know they know that they can't go home for Christmas because they're not going to get back, um, or they're not going to get over for starters after quarantine. So it's just it's a situation where they're you know they they they're resigned to the fact that they're not going to see their families for a, a pretty long time. Horrible. So it's just yeah, it's an awful situation. Fass. McGowan Fass. I wonder I wonder how he's gonna go in the next election. Just uh, <laughs> well, it's, not for, it's not for a while, so yeah. I think he won ninety percent of the seats. Might be the other way around. Jeez. <laughs> I don't like your chances, mate. Um <laughs> On Sunday, uh, we were watching Bathurst. Well, I was watching Bathurst because yeah. uh, I, I was working. Well, I was working, but uh, the the fixture for next year's supercars, oh, the calendar yes. came yeah. out, and I was going through it. I was digging off uh, South Australia. N- nothing. No <laughs> South Australian round for the supercars in twenty twenty two. Pass or fast. They even sold off our uh, our stuff here earlier last year, uh, earlier this year, didn't they? All the stands and all the all gone. stuff. It's gone. Fire sale. See you later. So this is just crap. 
Apparently, though, the bend sounds like they just need to dot a few I's, cross a few T's, and there's a TBC round in the middle of July that's, that we're mm, going to get. That's exactly what we're going to say. Sounds like, yeah. So it looks like, like it looks like it's not dead in the water because the uh, the bend which held, I think it held two rounds. Did back to back, back to yeah. back, and they so, and they drive the other way. So it was that's <laughs> <so> <laughs> different. Um, so I'm led to believe that <laughs> they they they, 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 they did. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> one round, one there's, way, there's and turn around. Ricky Bobby wins it in reverse. There's actually two tracks at the bend. I don't know if you know, but there's a small. Track and a, and a, and a larger can, track. Yeah, they have all sorts of different variations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but they, I didn't know they reva- did it in reverse. I just thought they made a bigger or smaller track. Yeah, right. That's hilarious. <laughs> bit, bit of it was in reverse. Yeah, yeah that's great. Oh, that's a cool idea. Um, so yes, so that one's I was going to say to be confirmed because there but, is. Well, but why not take it off now? Like, what's the? I'm not sure. That's just something you have to ring your bend tomorrow. Mm. So. Might be uh, on, something to do with another election. Who knows? Probably. Mm. Might have another thing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's really bringing the analysis tonight. It's all about cricket and motorsport. Three full stop farces and then uh, n- nothing in the cricket segment. I, I provided stuff about commentary and then <laughs> I gave Dale shit. So I've provided plenty tonight. Thank you, Dale. I mean, Tuggers, that's what you are. Oh, you give me shit when you still, you still being him. Uh, some sort of show this is. I know. You've been called a lot, but you, now you've been called a Dale. Yeah, I know. I don't know how to feel about it. I'd be aggrieved. A, yeah. <laughs> Injured greying man. <laughs> First of all, farce, and, yep. and you're right, because the t- that TBC, if Labor win the election, Eclipse will could be back. TBC. Oh, yeah. right. Good. Mally, Good. Mally did promise that as part mm. of his election pledge, yes. Good. Ooh. How's that for analysis, Tugwell? Without a grandstand. Just <laughs> <laughs> right. gone. Let's build another one. <laughs> Just build another We've one. sold everything. Yeah, it's all gone. <laughs> Buy it back at twice the price. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have that back? Um, so, so last one, Jace. Yes. Last one. Punchy. Um, you, you'll love this, Jace, yep. being the resident press box DJ. <laughs> During the week, watching the Big Bash... Uh, so I think it was Cindy Thunder, Cindy Thunder? playing Brisbane Heat, mm-hmm. and uh, they, d- they did an interview with the DJ, oh. and it's a DJ Sue, and it uh, went like this. I'm very special to be here with DJ Sue. Now, when did you take up DJ? Oh, about 11 years ago now. Yeah, and the reasons why? Uh, I went to a wedding and um, the DJ didn't play the request, and I thought awesome job to do. I love it. I love going out, having lots of fun, playing the music that people want to hear. That's what it's all about, I reckon. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy>. oh, dear. <laughs> is DJ Sue better than DJ Fass? Fass oh, or Fass? DJ Fass. Uh, <laughs> DJ Kemp over here. Uh, DJ Sue, uh, <laughs> how is she allowed out of the home? Oh! <laughs> That's the youngest Crows member going around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, uh, she, yeah, she was there in 1991. Uh, first 1891. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic to see her out there. But don't you reckon there's a due date on these sort of things? Is it like Jace is a DJ, right? Don't you reckon at some point you sort of go, yeah, yeah. Probably past it. Yeah, well, like, like, what you age you, would that be? You don't want to be in a club when you're 40 <laughs> years old, when you're DJing to, the, if, you know, 18 year olds. That's 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 would seem like hell on earth. Yeah. <laughs> so so like, anything past midnight when you'd be that age, you'd be, that's right. <laughs> oh boy. So DJ, so oh, as much as I want to oh. pass it, 
I kind of need to fast it. Oh my God. Sorry, DJ Sue. Tucker's oh. been ruthless tonight. He's just fast yeah. a 75 year old Brutal. woman. <laughs> <laughs> fast with your own, Tuggers. Yeah, no. The question was better than DJ Fast. And no, Campy's been the only one that's been a prick to me tonight. So. Campy's better. Ah. I can't what it was. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a pass, though. It's a massive pass. You yeah. have to live your dream. If her dream is to yeah. DJ the no, Big Bash and this is her finally making it, then props. <sighs> DJ Sue, I'm a fan. I'm in. Definitely a dream that she's had since she was a young girl. <laughs> <laughs> Can DJing you imagine the Big Bash? In 1891, <laughs> thinking about the Big Bash. <laughs> <laughs> she conceptualised One day, I will DJ at the cricket <laughs> with all these little kids around who are watching all these coloured uniforms playing. <laughs> that just did not exist. Wonder if Bradman will be still playing. <laughs> That was before Bradman was even born. Yeah, it was stiff shit. Let's keep going. Uh, well, next week uh, I will be revealing the pass and fast yes. nominees of the oh, year. Oh, how good. And I can reveal. Oh, oh DJ Sue. DJ Sue's in. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. On what side? Hey? On what side? Pass. Pass of the year. Oh, Gross. No. Deary me. No. You just passed it. So how many oh, passes... I passed what you said. I said Kempi's better. How many passes... Uh, and four, passes the year. Four, four each? Four each. Okay, great. And we'll put them out on our socials and you can vote yes. away. That's why there's only four and not five. Because we buggered <laughs> it up the first two. Twitter's are fast. Twitter screwed it up. <laughs> Twitter didn't give us the five next week there'll be four. <laughs> DJ Sue is one of them. All right. Okay. Lovely. Is that the show? That's it. it. Yep. We have finally come to the end of one of the more ridiculous shows. It was punchy. It was uh, a little bit of everything. Violence. Aggressive. There was violence. Breaking stories. There was, yeah. I, I don't know what more you want from this and show. A Friday night showdown. And a Friday night oh, showdown. We can, we can all love each other over that. And some Maccas after Dale's run. Or yep. midway through. <laughs> <laughs> on that note it's time to get out of here uh, thanks for joining us on the press box definitely get around Dale's fast run the uh, GoFundMe page is still live and he will be spreading the word over the next 15 days before Christmas Eve so we want you to get behind that yes I'm actually doing uh, I think four I think four laps or four laps on Saturday oh, yeah? so good luck sat, you know, around there Saturday and you see an idiot with a white hat and some black headphones uh, hurl abuse beautiful alright just drive good. down just for that <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next week everybody have a great week and uh, hopefully the Aussies can win the first test see you then